Hey guys, you're listening to Tea Time with Tay, a podcast series where I sit down, like I have a choice, brew some tea, and then spill it. Let's start the show. This episode of Tea Time with Tay is brought to you by my company, Cup of Tay Luxury Loose Leaf Teas. Cup of Tay is a loose leaf tea company that gives back to mental health awareness causes and also delivers you the most amazing organic loose leaf teas on the market. It's my guarantee. We have the cutest packaging, very modern and looks amazing in everyone's kitchen, office, or makes for a very great gift. To check out Cup of Tay, head to www.cupoftay.com or look for the link in our description and it's at Cup of Tay Shop on Instagram. But enough about that and let's get right into the show. Okay guys, I am back for another episode and I cannot cannot believe who I have on the show. For anyone who knows me well, they know I am a massive reality show junkie and the show that has captivated not only my heart, but my mother's heart. It's our bonding time for the last couple of years has been 90 Day Fiance. And today, my guest is Avery Warner. Avery, hey. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. I know this, this is a show that has captivated all the people right now. I think quarantine has done a lot with that, but it's been a crazy season. I know. It's been an absolutely insane season, and I don't imagine anyone who listens to it doesn't know. But for anyone who doesn't know, 90 Day Fiance or Before the 90 Days mm-hmm. is, if you want to explain maybe just a short little summary for anyone who is unaware yeah 90 day fiance has like oh gosh it has so many different franchises going on with 90 day fiance um the one that i'm particularly on is before the 90 days and that's where you get these couples who are dating internationally um people in other countries and they haven't met them so they're meeting them for the very first time and they're kind of trying to decide if that person's the one they want to marry and go through the k1 visa process with and do the whole 90-day process so this is like the story of before these couples decide to take it to the next step or if they want to take it to the next step and it follows their journey exactly and the craziest thing i that i love about it is that it it envelops so many things that we love as consumers. It's love stories, it's drama, it's the tears, the fights, and everything all wrapped into one. I know. Yeah, which I'm sure you know. And and you get to watch like these people that are going to be meeting for the very first time. So it's like you get the good, like you get that like, you know, that first meeting, which I think is really exciting. Like that's what personally I always loved watching was like when they would be meeting for the first time just to see what their reactions were. I know. So like you, have you, were you a big fan before you were actually on it yourself? Well, funny thing was, is that I was a big fan like way back with like mm-hmm. Paul and Karini and Danielle <laughs> and Muhammad like Paul that Curry, captivated okay. me because just that was crazy like 
Um, so that really captivated me during that time. And then I think I kind of fell off for a little while, but then I came back to 90 Day Fiance because yes. I've had so many seasons. So it's hard to keep up with all the couples. <laughs> Kudos to the person who started 90 Day Fiance. They must be rolling in the dough because the amount of spin-offs we have 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, then there's a happily ever after. Yeah, there's happily ever after. There's the other way. There is um, quarantine. Now, yes. Yeah. Yep. It, there's pillow talk now. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. There's so many different ones, which is amazing. And when I tell my friends about it, because again, I am that go-to girl for junkie reality um, TV. And when they ask me, is this real? And can you really fall in love? And I remind them that I actually myself had a journey of talking to someone for two and a half years online before wow. we ever met in person. Yeah. And then he came to from England to Toronto and we continued on. And I'm like, it's possible to fall in love this way. And that takes us to you and your journey. So I would love to hear um, just get an overview of the beginning of your relationship with Ash, who was on the show, and how long you guys talked and dated before you guys actually took that next leap to be on um, the show and really get to meet each other. Yeah. So this is something that a lot of viewers didn't really get when we were on the show was really like how Ash and I got our relationship together. It kind of made it sound almost like... Um, a lot of viewers thought like we had met on like an international dating site or, yeah. or that I, I was on some dating apps or something like that. When actually when Ash and I met, I was not looking for a relationship. I was actually so comfortable being single. I was like, I'm not going to get in a relationship for a really long time. I was just <laughs> focused on my kids and I was pursuing my nutrition degree and I was I had made this food blog and I started showcasing my food online and I made an Instagram account for my food, just for my food. So you could only see pictures of my food and Ash happened to be one of my first followers. And oh, wow. See, I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah. So Ash actually started following my food account, didn't even know what I looked like whatsoever. And he was he would give me little comments like, wow, your food looks incredible, you know, like, mm -hmm. good job on your food. Wow, all the colors, you know, like, we didn't know anything, boy or girl, nothing. And, so, the, and the food looks great, guys. I'm going to have all the links to all of her Instagram <laughs> handles below. And we'll get into that a little bit later, too. But yes, please keep going. Yeah, thank you. Um, And so, so it was funny, because I was trying to start my own uh, nutrition business with coaching clients and doing all this stuff with um, nutrition. And I was just getting myself prepared and and so I'm like, you know, maybe it would be great to start talking to other people who are, who work with clients, right? Because Ash is a relationship coach. So I wanted to get more information from him. So I, so he had sent me a message about my food one day and I said, Hey, I, it would be great if you and I could hop on a video call to talk about, you know, your coaching and how you coach with people. And I'm just trying to get little information for my business. And he goes, yeah, sure. So, so like we video chatted one day and it was like, we didn't even talk about coaching at all. We were just kind of like, Hey, like, 
what's up? <laughs> oh, hey. Like, oh, I, hello. hello. An extra, uh, oh, so oh, not oh. only are you kind, but you are also <laughs> extremely attractive. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, so it was, it was actually just really crazy how everything just really flowed after that because like we just started talking about our interests and like, then we started having the same same passions and things like that. So then we ended up talking for nine months um, before wow. we ended up going on 90 Day Fiance. But we were, we, you know, I say long distance and you can probably relate to this. Somebody who yep. talked to somebody for two and a half years before, yep. you know, meeting them is that you really like, you either learn to have amazing communication with them and you learn everything about them and it's not even a physical thing anymore it's like you connect with them on a deeper level and when your intentions are real exactly. and both people are in it for real reasons i think you can gain so much so much of a strong connection with somebody through long distance 100 yeah. And then, you know, the physical factor, when it comes afterwards, you know, if the physical factor is there and you guys have already learned the communication thing, like you can have such a powerful relationship. That's exactly you know? what I would tell people all the time. And they, you know, I don't think a lot of people understood it, but for me, additionally, which you probably don't know, but I'm in a wheelchair. So for me, again, the physical component is not, is something that doesn't come even in a relationship within my own city it doesn't come for a while and I do have to take the time to really get to know you and when you build that communication when you build that trust and you build that rapport when you actually get to mix the physical of hugging them kissing them being intimate it just makes it so much better there yeah. obviously are certain struggles that you don't realize until after you're together but in theory I always think but such a great way to get to know someone without the barrier of being pressured for the physical first. Because we see yes. that a lot in dating, right? Yeah. And, and that's the hard part about dating sometimes that people will just be so focused on the physical and yeah. they will put aside all the communication issues. They'll put aside everything because they're just so focused on the attraction. Yes. And so I think that I think that long distance can be one of the hardest things that you will ever experience, but it can also be create some of the most amazing relationships. And unfortunately, like, you know, we, sometimes it doesn't work out, but you know, like I personally, you know, going through this journey, it was a different type of journey because when you go through an experience like that and then you bring along cameras and you bring along the public, you bring along all kinds of stuff. It just, uh, all these things add up onto your relationship. And so, um, I would say that the experience was like going through relationship boot camp. Yes. I can imagine. Like, again, that first meeting is always something that's just absolutely incredible, but I could not imagine doing it with a camera crew in tow. Like, so yeah. in that breath, so when, how far along into your journey did you or Ash think, okay, maybe this might be a good thing to bring the show into and document? Like how far in it were you guys before you guys decided that would be a thing? Well, the funny part about that is that um, <laughs> I... I don't watch TV that often, but you mm -hmm. know, sometimes I get on these kicks and I decided I wanted to watch 90 day fiance one day and I'm just doing a binge watch of 90 day fiance. And, and at that 
point, like we were, you know, like obviously nine months into our relationship and, and I see 90 day fiance and I start seeing all these couples coming together and I was like, Oh, look at them. They're so cute. I can't wait for that to be me and Ash. And then, and then I'm like, wait a minute. I got this little weird little like intuition that was just like, you know, apply for it. Like maybe, you know, you could do this. And I love adventure. I love like doing crazy stuff and having fun and doing all that stuff. So this to me was just kind of like, ah, you know, I'll just, I'll message them and see if anything comes out of it. If it comes out of it, it comes out of it. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. And the network came back to me pretty quickly and wanted to start doing casting calls. And, and then I brought it up to Ash and I was like, Hey, you know, like, um, the, I applied for this show. I know that, you know, and he totally was like, no, no, I don't want to really? do it. And I was right like, off the bat. Here. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He was like, no. And I was like, oh no, that's totally fine. Like, that's cool. You know, it's not for everybody. I personally would totally do it, but if you don't want to do it, that's fine. And so I actually turned the network down about three or four times. Wow. I kept telling the network no. <laughs> and finally, after I think like, a month and a half, um, Ash came back out of the blue and was like, you know, I thought about it and, you know, it will help us meet each other. And, you know, like, let's just do it. Let's just, you know, see what happens and whatever comes of it comes of it. And I was like, are you sure? Like, really, are you sure? Cause I don't know if you've watched the show before, <laughs> um, but it's like a drama show. And I was like, and he was like, well, you know, like we're, we're not dramatic. So, and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like, you, you know, reality drama kind of amplifies everything. We all know. Yeah. Dra- yeah, drama but... happens. Drama and happens. we definitely were in relationship boot camp. So, <laughs> you know, you can only put so people under so much pressure and they're going to combust. So, um, so, I mean, it was a, we both didn't know where we're getting into, but he finally agreed and, and I didn't pressure him or anything. I was just kind of like, you know, if you want to do it, you want to do it. And he came around and then we ended up doing the show and it was like nothing like we had ever thought we, it was not what we expected. Yeah, of course. I think it's one of those things is you have an idea even as a consumer, I have an idea of what to expect, but having gone to radio and television school, I kind of understand the contracts of um, the situation. So I'm trying to watch it and I'm also reviewing it and watching at the same time. And I can only <laughs> imagine if you're going into it just with one expectation of how much of a whirlwind it can all be all at once. Yeah. So kudos yeah. to you guys, because you guys... It was a journey, of course, yeah, but yeah. I feel like there's so many times it could have gotten like 8,000 times worse, but to... Oh, yeah, it definitely could have. <laughs> <laughs> but to that, so you, you know, you get on, you agree to be on the show, Ash is all in, you fly to Australia. What mm-hmm. was that first time meeting him, like, with, with a camera crew in tow? Was it as natural <laughs> as you would have hoped, or were you so focused on, oh my God, there's so many people watching everything? oh my gosh okay well like both it was definitely both because um I think that like I literally could compare it to like if you were about to jump out of a plane like you're just terrified of what's to come and you don't know what's going to happen 
And so the whole plane ride over there, I was more focused on like how nervous I'll be with all these camera crew around and then meeting him for the first time, how it would go. But then when I came around that corner, I saw him and then everything disappeared. Um. So it, it, so it was almost like I didn't even, I, I didn't even look around anymore at like this camera that's running around us, you know, and like all <laughs> these people who are staring like, who are they? And yeah, then what's like, going on? yeah. And so I, so that's like how funny it was is that, you know, we build up all these fears for ourselves before things happen. And then when they happen, it's like, total like bliss on the other side you know it's like that's mm -hmm. how fear is and so yeah I'd created all these fears in my mind of how things were gonna happen but then I saw him and I, everything just pretty much like disappeared and I was like oh, I'm just so focused on him that's amazing and yeah so when you obviously you're meeting you're spending time with him now I know that you guys I think it was an Airbnb or something you guys stayed in for the time being what if you were to evaluate the entire time that you were there, what percentage of it was amazing and what percentage of it, percentage of it went completely south? Because I know there was a lot of great moments. I, I love the moments when you got to meet his son because you guys are both parents. I thought that was so sweet. He seems like the sweetest child. And yes. even the meeting when you got to meet his ex-wife, he for all intents and purposes when I was waiting to see that scene I was like this is going to be awful but it seemed as cordial as you I can imagine an awkward meeting like that to be so out of all those experiences yeah. what were your like your peak and your pit of the trip I can think of one part that sticks out for me but I'd love to hear yours <laughs> um Actually, you know, it's funny because we, we filmed for like three weeks straight. And wow, yeah. so, yeah. And, and when we, and, and I'm talking like we filmed like for 12 plus hours a day, you know, lots of filming and, and then they have to condense that into like the most scenes that they want people to see, you know, this is a drama te television show. So they want to make sure that they give the most, you know, the most dramatic scenes or, you know, the most prominent. So Ash and I actually had really great time most of the time. I think there was only a few times where, well, I mean, we all have seen like the <laughs> seminar and the, uh, the seminars coming the, up. It's, it's yeah. Coming up. <laughs> um, this, yeah. So there, there's like, obviously the scenes that people saw, but there was also a lot that people unfortunately didn't really get to see of our journey where we had a lot of fun together. We laughed a lot and things weren't so serious. Um, and so that's just kind of like, you know, I would actually say that, you know, 70% of the, of the thing was great. Yeah. And even the, even the conversation with Sion, her and I left there like, wow, we could totally be friends if we lived closer. Like we would yeah. be going to have wine together often. So yeah, it was actually not that bad. That's good. And when you, when you speak about your experiences and you, you kind of touched on it, I know when I am the kind of person to watch TV, but also I, Twitter is a very dangerous place to navigate. It is, so I call it the toxic wasteland of the social media sites, but sometimes I'll just take a little peek over there. And one of the most talked about scenes, of course, was the seminar. So 
Ash, for someone who doesn't know, is a relationship coach. And I guess at some point during the show, they wanted to show that experience of what his relationship coaching is like. And I wanted to know, was it as awkward as it felt watching it at home? Because it, <laughs> yes, from start to finish, I wanted to crawl in a ball. And I'm like, if I was Avery, I would just be screaming internally. No, yeah, no, actually it was. It was just as <laughs> crazy. Like, uh, yeah, and I feel so bad because like, well, first off, I couldn't even imagine myself being in the reverse, you know, like where you have, you don't even do seminars very often, like yeah. at all. And then you have cameras on you and then you know America's going to be watching and then you have your new girlfriend or boyfriend in the audience watching you and then you have people here, you know, and then obviously you're not really that prepared. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a lot. kind of like, yeah, it's a lot. So I felt for him at times, but then I got confused at times because I'm like, is he really like, does he really believe this or what's going on, you know? Because he was saying some you know, he was saying a few, he made a few sexist comments that obviously turned off a few people who were in the seminar. And Mm -hmm. I, I genuinely, I've watched that particular episode twice and I genuinely, maybe you can feel the same way, feel as though he meant good, but the way that he said it just came off completely. I think he was trying to say that I don't know what he said, something about, like, the man is, I don't don't remember, but I feel like he had good intentions, but yes, exactly, and I think that's what I held on to the most was that I knew his intentions were not bad, and that's why I wanted to get a better understanding, because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've never, ever witnessed him the entire time ever being, like, giving me, giving me vibes that he was sexist or that he dominates in the relationship or, you know, women aren't as good as men or what my role is. Yeah. So, so I never got that, but I more in my mind was thinking like, well, he's really trying to like emphasize on some of these things. So maybe I'm confused. And then, you know, like, so it was just a, and plus I'm trying to get to know this guy, you know? So it's like, you want to see all the good. Yeah, you want to see the good, but then you also are like, I'm not going to, like, ignore the red flags. So I got to ask about it, you know? And, yeah, so I think that that there was just a, a huge, you know, I think that he was didn't communicate very well, but I know that he didn't have bad intentions behind it, you know? For sure. And with all of that, so obviously that being – the most one of the most highlighted things on your trip there but with it being a 70 30 good trip where I guess maybe after you came home did the disconnect happen that which I think we all know at this point you guys are not currently together um what what happened where where did it go wrong if if a 70 30 is pretty good odds so what happened when you came back to America and life resumed kind of thing I think that the biggest thing for me is that, um, for me, honesty and being your full, being able to be your full self with somebody is extremely important for me Mm -hmm. because I, you know, 
I think that there's that people, if they have enough self-awareness to to be aware of some of their own flaws so that they can work on them, that's great. I would love to work on that with somebody. Um, but what the disconnect was is that when, when Ash and I came back, we, I had experienced throughout the whole entire relationship just him feeling like he couldn't be fully himself and authentic with me, which means that he wanted to always be positive, never really give me the full extent of situations. And he also didn't really want, like, he would choose to go over information rather than giving me information, or he would tell white lies to kind little, of give me... It's like me, the little lies that kind of add up over time kind of thing. Yeah, and, and yeah. especially when you when you find them out, and then when you bring them up, and, and it's because the person says that they don't feel like they could be honest with you, you know? When I'm sitting here giving my full vulnerability and my full honesty and when you get to a point and you'll see at the tell all, but mm -hmm. you guys have like, when, when people are like over a diet, like, come on, you know, like the real, that's not the, that's not the reason the diet. Cause uh, it, it wasn't, you don't know it's there uh, in the last episode, there was a talk about the can I guess the straw that broke the camel's back was when he was lying about what he was doing with his diet. And I felt the same way. I'm like, no, there had to have been so much more that led up to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like for me, I don't care if you cheat on your diet. Like, oh my God, I cheat on, I've cheated on my diets. Like it's, it, to me, I'm just like, people do it. But yes. But the thing <laughs> is, is that when you're telling me constructed weird stories around, around a lie, then, then it just got to the point where I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we've been together for over a year now you know, and you still can't feel like you can be honest with me. Yeah. And then you also admit to me that you can't be yourself and you can't be like honest, then you have to really pick and choose your battles. You have to kind of sit there and think like, you know, yeah, this person is great and I feel for them and what they're going through and what they're dealing with. I have my own flaws that I'm dealing with, but if they can't consciously be like, you know, I'm going to allow myself to be more open and vulnerable to that person, then yeah. I don't want to be that person for that person. You know, like I've been in relationships where I didn't feel like I could be myself. You know, I don't wish that upon anybody and I don't want him, him to be subjected to that, you know? And so I think that moving forward in the relationship, I kept thinking like, do I want to keep dealing with this? Is it like, it's a do hard I or do I not? Thing to get it's a very hard thing to get over. And I think I've dealt with that in my last relationship too, where I felt like I was giving 110%. But for, and for what I felt like was no reason, it was just little lies. I'm like, why would you lie about something like that? It wasn't even anything necessarily big, but it was over and over again. And yeah. in my head moving forward, I'm like, if you'll lie about something small, you'll right. definitely lie about something big. And I'm not yes. sure I'm willing to take that gamble. So I think that's why out of all of the people on the show this season, I resonate with you because there's so many parallels. But I, yeah. for anyone who's thinking and watching and is a fan of the show and thinks that you walked away from a relationship because of a diet isn't really fully understanding the breadth of how you get there. And I hope that yeah. if they listen, they get a better understanding. But... Yeah, yeah, the trust is the core, right? 
Yeah. And I think that's what I was holding on to so much was that these little tiny white lies constructed over a long period of time make you feel, especially when you're a person who, who really like needs honesty in order to build trust. Yes. And, and trust is so important that like, if, if you're lying about small things, then already you have kind of you, every time you do it, you're, you're lessening my trust. And then I started to think about it. all these big things yeah. and it's hard for me to believe you about them. So that's what, that's what was really getting to me was the fact that I'm just like, you know what? I'm already having so many trust issues now with even just bigger things and smaller things. And you might even be telling me the truth, but now I'm like, don't really believe it, you know? So yeah, that's question mark there. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. And with your back home, you, you know, the relationship is kind of going south. How long in between, does the show start airing before the tell-all or do you guys film the tell-all before you get to see it? Like, did you get a chance to see the season before you film the tell-all? We got to see most of the season. Most of the season. That's what I expect. Mm -hmm. That's what I imagine. So you're at home now. What is it like? Because I know it's like what it's like to go through a breakup, but what is it like to re-watch your relationship and the highlights back? Does it make you think, maybe I should jump back in it? Maybe this was a mistake? What was that? Is that trippy to see yourself go through it? Uh Yes. Well, first off, you live it in person. So you have this, you already have this view and this perception of your own story. And then you watch it through TV and it's not even the same thing that you lived. So you have to live two different stories now. You have to live the story that you lived that the public doesn't see or doesn't know. And then you have to live the story that the public sees and the public knows. And so now you're, you are experiencing a tug and a pull within yourself because now you're like, you know, I remember it being this way, but then you watch it on television and then it starts to make you think, is that true or is what, like, then you start to think like, then you start to get into the public, like you start to think like the public thinks. And then if then you have to realize that, you know, like the public really doesn't see everything and they're only living off of what they see on TV. So then you have to deal with a lot of the hate and then you, and, and then you start to think, you know, these people don't even know me, but they're hating me for the person that they see on television. And I can't, you know, I, I can't let that get to me because it's not even the real, you know, it's not even the real whole story. And so, and so then you have to go through this internal process within yourself. So it's kind of like you, there's some amazing moments. Like when we met Ash for the first, or when I saw Ash for the first time, I just remember I watched that episode. I don't know how many times I was like, Oh my God, it's breaking. I I would kill to have that first moment meeting documented it's I know oh, it would probably be weird but I can't like to be able to relive that that I can't even imagine so yeah the same thing girl <laughs> yeah I literally I, I cried I was like oh my god it's bringing me back and so those were super beautiful moments that I got to relive but then there were other stuff in the season where I just kept thinking like I'm like no no that wasn't the whole story yeah. I want the story to be told but 
I can't tell the story. So because you're so, not in control of the final edit, right? Exactly. So you you go through so much being on television. You just you go through so much. It's a great growing experience, but you know, it's a it's an internal. <laughs> I call it like a storm because you just get thrown around up down like all around yeah yep and yeah i know like watching it it, it is uh my mom and i like i said it's a bonding thing we watch it together every week and it's in a we leave when the episode's going commercial my mom and i go because it's one of the only reality tv shows i've ever watched where you become so invested like deeply invested in the story and one of the first shows, reality shows, where I've ever taken the time to go back online and follow certain people who I like. And in following you, I saw a completely different personality than I saw <laughs> on TV. Because on TV, I think, you know, the edit. I'm the ice queen. <laughs> yes, I think you probably heard you're the ice queen. You can come up a bit cold. And I'm yeah. looking on your Instagram and you are hilarious like you're so freaking funny I can't even and uh what has that been like for you with the people you interact with on your Instagram are they surprised like me when they come to see you there because it's yeah. completely different yeah yeah no that's like what I tell people I'm just like you know you guys gotta recognize that we are they have to, they create a storyline for for mm -hmm. the story and you know, so if it doesn't match the storyline, it doesn't get shown on TV. So for me, you know, I pretty much, um, you know, I can be very serious. I can get down to business and I can be very vocal about what I feel and I can be forward and direct. But for the most part, I'm like the most chill, laid back, like, I joke all the time. Sometimes, I mean, in my jobs, I used to get in trouble all the time for being too funny, like, and playful, <laughs> like, and I'm working in healthcare. So I would just be yeah. like, I would be doing all these dorky things, playing tricks on people. And so like, it's funny because my family and my friends watch the show and they see a totally different Avery and they're just kind of like, <laughs> you know, like, so <laughs> I, yeah. So as I'm watching the season, I literally was like, I am not this serious. So I made it a point to try and be funny on my Instagram and like show my real personality. Yeah. And so, so that people could actually see that I'm not so serious and I'm not so cold hearted and I'm not like this way. And so, yeah, your same reaction. I get a lot of people who, who are like, focused on the show. And then all of a sudden they'll come to my page randomly, or they'll see a random TikTok of mine. And they're like, is this the same person? And then they come to my page and then they message me and they're like, whoa, didn't even know that you smile. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. Never mind, like all the like just jokes and like hearted. And I like, the, that's something I really enjoyed is the way that you are so interactive with your following because uh, obviously the show has given you a, a bigger platform and I, I appreciate the way that you are still engaging with people because some people just become completely closed off. Um, but with everything now going on, we're in quarantine and in, we're anticipating the last episode of the tell all, um, which was filmed at home, which I know you didn't have a season before, but I can imagine is a little bit different. But, uh, in the last episode, there was, there's a quite a few things. 
Um, what was it like filming a tell-all where you don't get to be in the same room as someone? And um, a question that I have to know is, what is the future for you and Tom? <laughs> I was sitting here thinking you're going to say, what's the future yeah, for I you and you. Ash? <laughs> oh, my God. oh, that's good. <laughs> Well, you know, now Ash or Tom and I are on the next season of Before the 90 Days. No, I'm just kidding. That is not you true. Oh, my God. Darcy <laughs> would come after you. Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. Okay. So that, the tell-all. <laughs> yeah. The tell-all. Um, <laughs> and seeing Ash, because that was one of the, it's your chance to, like, you know, hash out in all seriousness. It was a chance for you, obviously, to uh confront talk about the things you're seeing now on tv and relive your relationship again and see him and talk to him what was that like because you guys seem to not be on the same page <laughs> well we well, well i think the reason why was because we were so freshly out of a relationship so we still already had a lot of anger and pain tied into it so i think we were just gonna come on there like we even even said before we got on the tell-all, we were like, we're going to go in this as a team. We're going to be nice and cordial. And then we get in there and we just start like spewing things out. And I think it was just a lot of like pain that we were feeling at the time. And I even was like, it's not the diet. But then I was like, but then I'm like, I have to explain a diet. And then I'm just like, this is going to sound so stupid. And then I'm just like, okay, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to say my, my, my side he can say his side and, you know, I'm just, it's whatever. And so that was just, it was hard to see him because it was yeah. just kind of like, it was just like, oh, taking the bandaid off the wound. And then I think that's what got us more emotional throughout the process. But um, as far as Tom, that was... <laughs> Tom is another I, um, person on the show who, you know, after his breakup uh, slid into... Avery's DMs and you know <laughs> apparently was sliding into a lot of people a lot DMs. of people's DMs yeah <laughs> um but you know like what really like okay first off I don't condemn people for sliding in other people's DMs I'm like okay if you're two people are single it's fine but when things are are portrayed in a way where it's like we're back in high school like screenshots being sent to to whatever um I don't know where you guys are right now in the season. I can't say too much, I guess. Well, what um, we're seeing was what we saw in the last episode was uh, Tom, no, Ash made it seem as though Tom sent screenshots of your conversation with Tom to Ash to be like, look what Avery is saying when in fact Ash lied. <laughs> Another little lie. <laughs> We love, we love, we like consistency, um, a little lie that he lied about the fact that he got screenshots from Tom in the first place. And so you are mad at Tom. Meanwhile, Ash is the it one. Ash, who is yeah. playing a, a high school story. And so yeah. like, I think that's where I just kind of like, was like, what, what is going on? Like, yeah, it didn't need to be made into something big, but then it was just stupidity. So then I was just like, you know what? <laughs> like, um, oh, I just kind of started, I, I guess it just re-solidified again. Yeah, in my it probably mind. validated like, your feelings. 
Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, you know, I'm done with you both. <laughs> well, there is still the last episode to come, which I cannot wait, which will be airing uh, Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I guess, what time in your time zone is that? What time is um, there for you guys over in America if I'm in Canada? Well, it's 8 p.m. here in the Pacific time. Pacific. And then it's 5 o'clock here Eastern time. So I watch it Eastern time at 5 p.m. because I watch it on the app. But it yeah. usually airs on television at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, perfect. So that's, I cannot wait for that. But before I wrap up everything... There is obviously so much more to you than just a reality <laughs> TV show, woman falling in love. You, what I found out, are used to be a dental assistant, and mm-hmm. yeah, you're holistic um, wellness. You're into holistic wellness, and but the most cool part I love is the fact that you do cooking, but you incorporate cannabis. And the thing I had a question on is when you were giving your tips for cooking with cannabis. There's something called decarb. Decarboxylation. That's the one. If anyone wanted to start, because it's legal over here, any if you had to give a few tips for anyone who's interested in cooking with marijuana, because you guys, once you're done, go over to her cooking page. It'll be linked below. Um, she makes incredible recipes infused with cannabis. But I didn't oh, know no. this step about the de- decarboxylation. Decarboxylation. <laughs> exactly. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so cannabis is, uh, so when it's in its natural state, it's TH or yeah, THCA. Once you actually heat it and decarb it, it becomes THC, which is what makes the psychoactive effect. And so, um, so that's why when you're making cannabis food, you have to make sure you go through that process of decarboxylation in order to turn it from THCA into THC so that you can actually feel the effects when you're eating the food. So I tell people, I'm like, you know what? It actually is kind of a, it really is kind of a sciencey chemistry type of thing, but to make it as simple as possible so that people um, can do it, I suggest like I have a Levo machine. It's L-E-V-O. Okay. And it's the easiest thing in the world. It's actually not meant for cannabis infusion, but you, you can use it for any type of herb infusion. If you even want to make olive oil that has like lavender and garlic infused flavor, you can use it. So I use it with cannabis because it actually has a thing on there you can use for cannabis. You can use it for making cannabis butter as well. Um, but it's the simplest thing ever. It, it's just, it's a machine and you stick however much cannabis you want into the little uh uh, it has a c- compartment that you stick it in, yeah. you fill it up with oil and then you turn it on to the appropriate temperature. And then it goes through like four hours of infusion. And then afterwards, and it decarbs it the, for you, it does everything. So your end product is literally in cannabis infused olive oil. And delicious like yes I am in um I actually own a tea company so I'm in the process of common I get all the time is like can we get a tea infused and in Canada now it's legal Mm -hmm. so I will definitely be doing lots of research into it but what led you to that like obviously you're into healthy eating but what led you to infusing stuff with cannabis 
So I have a special little love for the cannabis plant because I got, <laughs> I got super into holistic health and wellness. And I have gone through severe postpartum depression. When I went through severe postpartum depression after I had my daughter, mm -hmm. um, they wanted to put me on all these meds. They wanted to do all this stuff. And, and I was like, no, like I can't do that. I don't want to be stuck on all these meds and then have yeah. a hard time getting off of them. And then all what happens to your body. And so I said, I'll take it upon myself. I started actually utilizing cannabis as a way to kind of help with my depression, but yep. then also to change my, um, my diet. And so when I was in nutrition school at the same time, I was utilizing what I was learning in nutrition school and I was incorporating cannabis into the mix. And I would, I would use it for like uh, my meditations and I, and they helped me kind of go deeper into my meditations. And then it kind of helped me relax when I get super high stressed. And then I started yeah. using CBD and then I started really, really investigating more into the different components of the cannabis plant. And I almost fell in love with every single thing about it. Cause it's not just the THC, it's the CBG, it's the CBN, it's the CBD. All of them have like super qualities like super healthy qualities for human consumption and so um i i wanted to kind of get more away from smoking it yeah and i wanted to get more into like edibles and so then i was like you know what i'm also a healthy eater and all they have are cookies out there and gummy bears and all that stuff <laughs> and so i was like yeah i go how hard would it be and then i just started like making cannabis recipes and then i was like making healthy food with like different types of cannabis. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. So Amazing. that's so yeah. cool. Well, there's, you're definitely on the right side of the trend. And mm -hmm. uh, like I said, I have obviously never tried it myself yet, uh, the food, but I definitely have used it myself. I have chronic pain from my spinal cord injury. Um, mm -hmm. I, I have it for CBD for anxiety and pain. So I totally am here on that journey with you. But yes, the last thing before we it. go, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but the last thing before we go is I'm going to throw it out there. I'm probably going to know what the answer is going to be. Is there any chance we'll be seeing you again on any affiliate of the 90 day franchise? Because we do not want to see you go. Like I genuinely hope that <laughs> we see you more. So that's the hard part is because something has aired in America. I don't okay. think it's aired yet in Canada. Okay. So I don't know how far you want me to go, but you will, it's already been, uh, well, I guess I'm kind of giving it away. There's um, something that I saw commercial for, which I'm not quite sure is something that has to do with 90 day fighting back or when you guys confront Fights back. Yes. So we're, are so, you going so to be on days, that, right? Yeah, it's nine days. Strikes Yay! Back. Amazing. So it's actually really awesome. It, it airs here June 22nd in America. Yeah. I don't know when it will air in Canada, but um, it's called 90 Days Before the 90 Days Strikes Back. And it's basically, it's, it's, it's actually funny. It goes a step above Pillow Talk. It's us watching our own season, and oh then we are commenting on what the pillow talkers have to say about us, plus our own season, plus all the mean tweets that we're being getting. 
So it's your chance to take back the power and really lay into it. So I'm excited for that. That's June 22nd in the USA. Um, I will find out when it's airing in Canada. So I'll make sure to put that again in the description. But for now, Avery, you have been so lovely. You are, like I said, more than just a reality show star. You're a holistic nutritionist. You're a mom. You are just awesome. And I really appreciate you taking oh, thank time you. Here. Where can everyone find you on social media? You can find me at a very dope cook, which is my yeah. personal, which is my personal Instagram. But then you can also find me at Swede and Savory, um, which is my food account. Um, and I have some other things cooking behind the scenes, so I can't give you much more than that, but that's where you can find me for right now on, um, my social media. Yeah. So obviously go over there, follow her, make sure you're keeping in touch and seeing what she's got going on. And don't forget to follow me at Taylor LN on Instagram. So thank you again, Avery, for being on my podcast today. And of course, until the next one, guys, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Once again, thank you so much for listening. This episode was brought to you by my company, Cup of Tea Luxury Loose Leaf Teas. It is the most amazing, delicious organic teas on the market. We have green teas, black teas, white teas, dessert teas, everything that you could want in one place. Head over to cupoftea.com. That's C-U-P-O-F-T-E.com or at Cup of Taste Shop on Instagram and all other social media handles. The link is also in the description. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Slay, slay trick, you get eliminated.